Hi there. Hello. How are you, Monica? I'm really, really good. Great. Yeah. Hello and welcome to episode number six. Yeah. That's wow. It's already episode number six. That's crazy. Yeah. So everybody listening today, welcome to Writing into the Unknown. My name is Christina. And my name is Monica. And today we are going to bring you another interesting topic. All of them are interesting. Today we are going to discuss um, short and long-term satisfaction, goal setting, and yeah, just our how do we basically differentiate between what it's known as instant gratification versus delayed um instant gratification versus delayed gratification basically Mm -hmm. and um we already talked about basically instant gratification in another of our episodes when we talked about social media addiction and yeah if you haven't um heard that podcast that episode we recommend you do but yeah monica what are what are your thoughts in in today's uh topic I think this is such a great topic to talk about um, now where we're in a society that is constantly chasing this instant gratification. So I think we're going to come up with some interesting points today um, in this conversation. And we haven't really prepared anything as we never do in our podcasts. Well, I personally haven't. So I don't even know what I'm saying today, but I guess good things will come out of it, hopefully. Um, but yeah, with regards to instant gratification, we were talking about you know social media. We're constantly trying to get... Um, like the likes and we're trying to get that attention instantly but I think things that we don't what we don't practice is delayed gratification so waiting for that like reward let's say and postponing that reward rather than trying to get everything now and in the moment so Chris can you give us any examples of of that that we see are quite evident um I think it's really the idea between pleasure versus fulfillment as well. Mm. So examples of instant gratification, those can be things that we get addicted to. can be anything from like alcohol to shopping to, you know, uh, drugs, anything. And yeah, more fulfillment is basically, it could be a career you know or it could be mm-hmm. having a family I mean I'm saying like it could be something like starting a YouTube channel too it doesn't or have to be. or for example when you're saving money for something and you're like let's say you're constantly like let's say shopping and you're spending all your money because you'd rather get that instant gratification now and buy all those clothes now than let's say save up for like a little car I know the price is like a huge difference but it, it would add up and like instead of waiting for that car and like having that delay gratification um, you decide to have that instant gratification then and like there there and then um, or it can be with many other things as Christina mentioned waiting for you know going to university and studying a really difficult degree for five years and then graduating and then getting a good job um, that's kind of delaying that gratification as well um, there's many different aspects and I think we need to kind of practice that delayed gratification and put in the work for things rather than waiting for things to come out as like instantly and for us to you know just click our fingers and for things to just happen th- there and then um, which I feel like a lot of us are 
kind of we just expect you know um yeah to have this instagram notification all the time yeah that's really well said um another thing that came to mind was shopping as, as we mentioned uh i personally have adapted a more minimalistic sort of wardrobe uh especially when i moved to germany at the beginning of the year when i was doing my exchange because i moved with you know like a medium suitcase and a small suitcase and that's all I had so basically I lived off for five months with like a capsule wardrobe mm-hmm. um for you for those of you, of you who don't know um a capsule wardrobe correct me if I'm wrong Monica but is it like 30 pieces of clothing or is it 60 something capsule like that wardrobe? yeah have you heard of it I actually haven't heard okay of it. so um I need to google this properly but <laughs> From what I know, or what I think I know, it is basically a minimalist sort of, I was going to say movement, but it's not really. It's just living with, or using like 30, let's say it's 30, 30 pieces of clothing on your day-to-day, not more. Um, I think 30 is pretty extreme. I don't know if it's more, but yeah, I I was living off for like 30 pieces of clothing and that was me. And that was in winter as well, which is harder for five months. Um, Yeah. And it's harder because you need to layer stuff and everything but I I survived it was fine now I have a little bit over that but I still because I've just moved um to England it's yeah I don't really I didn't bring that many things with me I do have a lot of jackets but that's the only thing (laughs) like when it comes to actual clothes um not that many and I'm going on rambling but what I'm trying to say quickly yeah quickly to interrupt it's 30 items oh good in a capsule wardrobe so yeah that, that was that and um Yes. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is that I've realized um, that I don't really need that many things because when you go shopping, basically these instant gra- this instant gratification lasts you for a little while, and you get tired of the clothing after a few weeks, a few months, you know, and it becomes no yeah. longer becomes a novelty, and then it's just like at the back of your wardrobe without purpose, you know, you don't really use it. So I'm I'm becoming more um, like it. What's the word? Like intent. Um, I buy with more, more intentional, intentional. That's more intentional right. with your spending. That's right. So yeah. not by spending, but yeah, my spending about or what I decide, with your actions. Yeah, what I decide to basically, yeah, what I decide to buy, and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, so I wouldn't say I'm a minimalist, but I'm definitely taking the steps to minimize the clutter. Um, because it really gives me peace of mind to sort of have less stuff and you know not buy because for the sake of buying like be more mm-hmm. intentional as you said and um 100%. yeah um another thing that I wanted to say is how you were mentioning how important it is to seek more of that delayed gratification and I think that in order to do that it's really important to set long-term goals right and have sort of like a plan to get to that point and achieve uh, what you set yourself to achieve basically because without that goal or even that plan you're kind of aimless and you don't really know what direction you're taking and so it's therefore easier for you to succumb to more like instant gratification and short-term satisfaction mm. yeah yeah like it's about having that um, perspective mentality and thinking ahead and as you said like having those goals because once you have those goals you kind of are okay with postponing your gratification and delaying that whereas if you don't have these kind of long-term goals you're constantly seeking 
to be satisfied in the moment and regarding what you said earlier as well I feel like we always touch on the topic of shopping because it's the most sort of obvious one or or the, the one that most people are kind of what's the word like prone to doing like just shopping shopping um and as we said like I think it's just really important to be intentional with what you're buying because it can just become a routine thing where you're just buying clothes for the sake of buying clothes because that is your hobby like you it's just what you've done all your life you can't really think of not doing that and it's like do I really need this like you need to ask yourself like like why am I trying to buy more clothes now when I have like 10 hoodies already um and with instant gratification there are many other things as well um there's many examples where that comes into mind and for example let's say we I'm trying to think of an example like as we said like all these substance abuse Mm -hmm. um all these different forms of substance abuse we as we mentioned in our um, social media um episode we spoke about humans wanting to chase these highs and wanting this dopamine rush and constantly seeking to be like not high in the sort of (laughs) drug sense but just high and like you know happy and up there like people are constantly seeking happiness all the time and, and happiness is not a um substantial or sustainable 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 goal is you cannot be happy you cannot be happy every single day of your life every minute of the, the day it's just not a reachable goal i think to have that as a yeah i, I was yeah. just going to um interject right there i was just going to say that what i think do you mean that it's not happiness what we should be looking for striving for before. Yeah. it's more because being content and being in a state where we are 100%. just content with the thing we have and just grateful with the situation that we're yeah. in but not trying to be in that high all the time because as as we know whatever if all, with all the highs come the lows and so it's a very unstable sort of state yeah to be in because with pleasure comes pain so <laughs> but my point was that for example when we're having a really bad day we think that we're gonna get this quick fix by buying a new jacket or by buying a new who knows what like anything by just going shopping we think that we're gonna fill this sadness that we have but it's actually okay to be sad like everyone it's okay to be depressed it's okay to feel emotions so we shouldn't try and you know if we've been having a really rough week we shouldn't try and be like oh I'm gonna buy this now I'm gonna go and just I don't know how you say that in English I don't know how to say that either <laughs> but it's just like it's an expression that means <laughs> just like spend um, going, spending irrationally just the, yeah just like it's just like it the literal translation is throwing your house through the window over the roof through the window through the, oh yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> through the window which kind of means just like kind of going all out basically and um, yeah we think that these quick fixes like if we're feeling for example insecure we think that by buying like these really nice clothes or by buying this like new makeup set or by buying this new gym kit we're gonna get over like this insecurity or whatever and we're trying to find this instant gratification that's gonna 
make us deal with this short term. But if you don't deal with the root issue that's causing you the sadness or this pain from the inside and you're trying to constantly seek this instigation, like that's the same thing. Like if you're feeling really upset over something and you try and fix it with a holiday or you try and fix it with other things that delay the issue. I think I'm going kind of in a tangent. No, but I understand. I think I'm kind no, of going in a totally tangent. But the, yeah, you're basically masking the whole idea, those yeah. feelings. You're bottling them up, suppressing them. 100%. And you're not facing and, them. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. I think I'm, yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not trying to say that, you know, if you go shopping, <laughs> that is so bad. Like, you should stop going shopping. But I'm just saying, when you are feeling upset or when you're feeling down and you're trying to mask these feelings or you're trying to seek this instigatification by uh, relying on substance abuse or relying on shopping or relying on uh, these holiday getaway or so on and so forth without actually sitting down with yourself and just feeling the emotions like you don't have to be like oh now I should feel happy oh now I should feel super content no it's okay like if you're upset just let yourself be sad let yourself be angry yeah and 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 yeah sorry uh quickly I was gonna say and yeah don't try and think that this instant gratification is going to fill fill that void or fill that sadness because it won't um so my thing is go and do your shopping it's fine it's totally okay to do to go shopping it's totally fine uh totally normal um but not when it's done in a way to mask this um void inside of you basically yeah ex- well, well said that's exactly what i was going to be saying <laughs> maybe i went off in a tangent no definitely was, i think it's i was going to say that, that to notice, um though. it's obviously good to go on a holiday it's great to like treat 100%. yourself and, yeah. and go shopping i mean we love exactly. going on holidays but we don't love going on but holidays. don't do that in order to serve you know what you're saying you basically summed it up perfectly <laughs> to just have like this instinct yeah i think the key I here mean, is like, to be more intentional with everything that you're doing so if you want to treat yourself yeah. to buying a new pair of shoes Oops. like go, go do, do it, it. but yeah. don't feel but like you need to do becomes, it yeah when it becomes like your sort of mm-hmm. escape when it becomes like every time you are feeling down every time you're feeling upset oh i need to go on holiday every time you're feeling down every time you're feeling upset oh i need to buy new clothes like that is like your coping mechanism when you have issues and i feel like that's not a good way because you're trying to seek this gratification, yeah. which we all know is not going to last um yeah so i think it's just having a good balance between the instant gratification and the delayed yeah awesome that that was summed up perfectly i also wanted to talk about a little something called the impossible list that i'm sure monica you know what Mm -hmm. it is all about yeah Um, i've got one yeah so i've i've got one but i haven't checked it out in a long time but for all of you who don't know what it is the impossible list is basically a list of goals that you set yourself out to do over your lifetime and this seemed a little bit daunting at first if you think about it but they're broken down in a way in which you can achieve them for example you would have different sections in that list let's say some are um career goals some of them are personal Mm -hmm. goals some of them are like social friendships um there are different categories depend on yourself obviously of whatever it is that you want to target but an example of a goal could be um your fitness and that could be oh i want to run a 5k right and 
basically you set out to do this 5k and you sort of work towards that and once you have completed this um goal of yours then you cross it out and you put the date of when it is that you've completed it but you don't just leave it there you would say okay what is the next step the next step forward and the next step forward could be oh I want to run 10k or I want to run a half marathon something like that and essentially this is sort of helping you imagine your goal all along was to run a marathon you're not really going to run a marathon if you tell yourself to do it from zero but if you tell yourself to do in increments of like 5k 10k etc it's more likely that you will get there does that make sense yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that that is a really helpful tool to sort of get yourself out there and face some of your fears. Maybe you've always wanted to start writing a blog and you're not very sure of how to start. So maybe tell yourself in that situation, OK, I'm going to put out a blog post every week, you know, and or maybe every two weeks, you know, starting starting small and yeah, and, and taking it in little chunks like that, it might be easier for you to achieve that goal. How, do you have any examples of mm-hmm. uh, when you've done something like that, Monica? Do you use a, an impossible list? or? Um, so I got the idea of the impossible list from you and I did make an impossible, an impossible list. Some of the things that I had in there were a little bit more realistic. Some of them were a little bit out there. But as you said, it's just nice to have, like envision some things that you've always wanted to do even if they sound crazy like I don't think skydiving is one of the ones that I've written down but that's kind of one that I would think oh that's impossible like I would never do that but who knows like maybe in the future I will but I think it's really nice to just have these sorts of things written down like it kind of it's kind of like a vision board in a way like do you know how some people have a vision board and they have like Mm -hmm. images and um they have this sort of like they kind of like or also like manifestation where people write down like things that they want to manifest in their life and things that they want to happen in their life. Um, I think it's just a nice list to motivate you um, to take little steps every day, as you said, towards that goal. Uh, I haven't actually looked at my impossible list in a while. I'm not really sure what I actually had written down. I think some of the goals that I had were more academic and personal so maybe things to do with my fitness uh, goals and also with my academics, so grades at university that I want to achieve and things like that, that I'm trying to really, really hard uh, work hard towards. And maybe some like travel travel plans, but of course, yeah. that's not I have a question for you. But yeah. When it comes to, for example, like university grades, do you have written down as a goal, like, oh, I want to get an A? Or do you have some like mm-hmm. system detailed system of how you're going to get there because I feel like many times with certain goals it's very hard to follow if you put yourself a goal that like basically a grade depends on you on the work that you do but it's not mm. you know what I mean like it's uh, either you get that uh, how do you know what I'm trying to say like some other things are mm. more actionable like basically if you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, I don't know, three times a week, like you can actually see that. But then the grade, you can only see yeah. at the end once you actually get that result, yeah. whereas you can't see the progress. But I, th- but every day you have to take little steps in order to help you. That's what I mean. 
so what I mean is that have you broken down how you're going to get that a because it's easy to say oh I want to get an a but how are you going to get there how are you going to get that a how many hours are you going to dedicate to studying Mm -hmm. this certain um like subject Mm -hmm. so with regards to that is a really good question because in my impossible list I have just written down like the grade that I want to get but I haven't actually written down how I want to get there and I think you've mentioned a really really good point like if you guys want I recommend everyone and to do an impossible list actually I highly recommend it but I think it's important to write down how you're going to um, get there and the actions so like write down you don't have to literally write down like every single step but just sort of um, manageable actions that will help you get there so whether that's wake up at seven or wake up at 6 a.m every single morning and do five hours of solid studying blah 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 and then do like two hours tutorials or just kind of things like that that you're like okay I'm gonna be pretty ahead when I do this for me I've just written down a grade and then every day I try to be ahead of my work I'm not gonna say and I'm not gonna sit here and say that I am 100% completely ahead but I am trying so I already said I'm not sure if I've said this in another um, episode but I got myself a little planner I highly recommend getting yourself a planner um I love the one that I got it's great and every day I just write down sort of I break down my tasks into actionable tasks and I'll try and work through the content because I feel like if I'm sort of ahead of um of the things that I have to do that week like I feel like I am on track so I don't know if that's going to get me like an A, a B, I don't know what grade that's going to get me a C, who knows but as long as I'm understanding the content and asking questions in class and just kind of doing everything that's in my control right now to make sure that I'm in a position where I'm pretty confident with the stuff and I'm still working hard hopefully I should get there um I'm not sure what else I should or how I should change my studying method or if there's other things I should do do um I think anything? that's a pretty good start um yeah I mean yeah. I think that's that's the whole key actually just having an actual plan like obviously don't write oh yeah. I, I'm gonna wake up at this time and then have breakfast at this time because I used to do that for a while but it would it was not just yeah. like, I would do it like I would Mm-mm. say okay wake up at five do this do this do this and I would put like every single hour what I would do and that worked for maybe like a week at most and then it would just collapse because it's not sustainable and we can't wake up at five every day and just be a freaking robot you know what I mean so yeah what are you going to say yeah like we aren't robots and I think sometimes I, I used to do the exact same thing like we'd literally write okay wake up at six and from six to seven I'm gonna have breakfast and then from seven to eight I'm going to go to the gym and then shower and I would literally write like every half an hour like slotted in and the thing is I'm quite a slow learner when a tutorial I write I might write down oh it's going to take me an hour it takes me three hours mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like you can't really predict how long something's going to take you like of course you can say okay I'm going to try and get this done in an hour or two but sometimes like you just don't understand it and you have to take longer to to understand it so what I do instead of writing the times I just write down maybe like five really really important tasks that I have to get done that day and in order to um actually a little tip I don't do this but I used to 
is write down maybe like your top three could or show like really, really, really important tasks that you have to get done that day. So whatever it may be, like your three really important tasks and you can write little like extras at the bottom, like I should get this done and and have that at the bottom. And that way you focused you focus on your top three and then if you get those done, great. And then if you manage to get the other ones done, that's amazing. But that way, instead of having like from six to seven, I have to do this from seven to eight, I have to do that. It just becomes really like, it just puts a lot of pressure. So I think just having five tasks every day that you can get done instead. And also don't have like 10 tasks that you're going to do that day. Like don't include your, the fact that you need to go and do your washing. I mean, you can, but, um, and the fact that you need to have breakfast, like I don't really write these things down because I know I'm just going to have breakfast and I know I'm just going to do my washing. So I write down things that I might forget or things that I just really need to do. Maybe like watering my wee plant, like I might write that down <laughs> in case I forget. But just generally like make sure that they're small. I think five tasks a day is quite manageable. Make sure that they're small and also realistic. Like don't have a list of like 10 things because it just becomes overwhelming and then it leads to procrastination and then you end up watching Netflix for instant yeah. gratification instead. Another so <laughs> and end up postponing. Another thing I also yeah. want to mention is that you say five tasks, but I also wouldn't recommend saying um, study, I don't know, like fluid flow, like a random subject. I would, in my opinion anyway, mm-hmm. I would maybe say do tutorials three and four. You know what I mean? Like actually break it down a little bit, bit more to tell yourself exactly what it is that you want to yep. get done that day. Yeah, 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 100%. Like, for example, um, some of the things that I have written down here, this is kind of random, but I said, um, so I have a peer review deadline today at 12 noon for the coursework. So I like that for me, I understand that. Like, it's just a deadline. I submitted it. And then um, Saltar applications are live. So that was just a, like, a little announcement to put down. And then obviously record the podcast, something that I had to remember. And then watch, for example, watch Geotech Lecture 5. So I feel like for me, I understand that. So I just watch the lecture. And then I can say, like, finish question one and two for Geotech and watch the um, lecture for recording. Um, And then I just have, like, for example, like, complete quiz questions two to seven for topic three, highway. Um, Just, like, different tasks like that. And, like, instead of putting do um structural design like that's just not like what does that mean what does do structural design mean like sometimes I'll write uh task structure no 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 no. like don't do that like write what tutorial question are you going to do what one is it what subject is it or what video are you going to watch or what topic is it is it like for example I have written down here force method displacement like what what are you focusing on and as long as you understand it that's yeah for sure another thing as well is something that we mentioned in our first episode I believe um because we talked about habits I remember but it's the fact that you should allocate to yourself sort of we're talking about studying but it could be obviously applied to anything Anything. but uh, allocate Mm -hmm. time like where where you are going to study for example imagine you have all day to study actually give yourself other activities in between so that you don't um, it's called Parkinson's law, basically, which means that you expand yeah. your workload over the whole day and you're becoming less productive and efficient. So if you, which I'm really bad for, to be honest, because I, I always just, I, I, especially <laughs> I'm really in uni, now I'm getting better, but at university, I would just say, okay, I need to study all day and I would not get actually like two hours done of proper studying and then just kind of 
procrastinate because I would think to myself, oh, I actually have all day to, to get this done. So basically, if you say to yourself, okay, I've got three hours to do these two tutorials, even if you don't get it done by the three hours, at least by the end of the third hour, you'll know you need to kind of rush it and like be more um, efficient. And yeah, and then maybe go for a walk after the third hour and then you'll come back and then you can continue on with another subject, you know, and get that second item in your checklist uh, ticked off. So, yeah. yeah, that's I was going to say that's a really good and important tip because I now that I'm at uni, I find myself that I suffer from Parkinson's law because I'll just be sitting down in my room and I'm like, OK, um, let's say I start my lectures at 9 a.m. And then, so for example, yesterday they finished at five and then I'm like, okay, I just have the whole evening to do work. And then I'll sit in my room until like 10, 11. And sometimes I'll be on my phone, but the thing is I'm not doing effective studying for that, like, let's say five hour window because I'm like doing work and then I'm on my phone, like texting someone and then I'm back at work and then blah, 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 this and that. And it's just not effective, effective yeah. studying. Whereas if I just turn my phone off, which I do um, sometimes, and just do work for like three hours and just do work, then afterwards I can like go out for a run or treat myself to like Netflix or <laughs> go out and socialise or something um, rather than having like five hours when I'm on my phone and doing work because it ends up not being as productive. So yeah, I think not having... Parkin um what's the opposite of Parkinson's know. law yeah. or like the, just effective just effective timing and like or being quite organized with your life is really really important to make sure that you can um you can do other stuff like there's people that you know work and do uni and are part of clubs and societies at the same time and have a social life so how do they do all this organization really really important um crucial crucial so yeah really really good yeah and um yes go ahead also yeah sorry I was gonna I got up um I know we drifted from the whole topic of instant gratification that we were mentioning earlier but I just wanted to mention um the the definition of act of instant gratification because we didn't actually like say what instant gratification was so here it says instant gratification is when you choose not to do something even though you know this action is necessary to help you obtain your long-term goals. This, this results in foregoing long-term benefits in favour of insignificant short-term pleasures that come in the form of temptation. So I feel like yeah. that's a really good That's basically really procrastination. That. But yeah, so it's basically, I mean, I kind of touched on a different sort of instant gratification as opposed to um, like not wanting, like kind of postponing, yeah, the whole procrastination definition, like postponing tasks to do them later. And for example, like going to a party or um, I don't know, <laughs> hanging out with your friends when you should be studying for an exam. Yeah, I think like this that. also ties really yeah. well with our topic that we talked about last week on our episode about imposter syndrome and just the topic of perfectionism because perfectionism and procrastination tie in well in my opinion I mean personally anyway because many times you're people who are perfectionists like us we procrastinate a lot because we think that we want to make something 
to the highest quality and sort of that there's like some mm. fear of not meeting that standard and so if you put it off because you tell yourself oh it's not perfect enough you know and a lot of it just comes down to being scared of you know not being good enough when in reality you just should get on with it and that that has a lot to do with a lot of the goals that we might set ourselves that lead us to you know just get lost with instant gratification and what I mean by this is that many times we have long-term goals that we want to achieve but because we're scared that we might not get there um, because obviously there's hard work you need to sacrifice a lot and it's a lot it's it's, it's more about mm-hmm. the journey rather than just you need to sort of like really work hard basically throughout um, your journey to get there to your final yeah. destination and so we're just scared of judgment or we're scared of humiliation of failure exactly failure and I think it really comes down to being sure in one's choices and decisions and being sure enough to if these are like questioned by other people just keep going in your direction and even if you fail like it doesn't matter like you're trying you know and yeah I think that is better than nothing but not trying ultimately like the worst thing you can do is not like if you have something that you're passionate about and you want to get to uh I don't know imagine you want to become a a really good at playing piano then you need to put the hours in and yeah it might seem daunting at first because especially it comes to like what we talked about the imposter syndrome and like the geniuses and stuff like that in the previous episode how we think people are just automatically good at stuff it's just you need to put in the hours, basically. Um, yeah. What, what do you think, Monica, about this particular um, I was going to say, yeah, I watched a little motivational, I came across a motivational video a couple of days ago and it said failure, no, the the fear of not trying mm-hmm. is the biggest Which failure. Is so true. It's like worse than failing, basically. It's so true. Um also it's so funny I was watching I was looking at this at the screen and I saw something and it was like sorry there's a little picture and it says feeling good is not the same as instant gratification it says feeling good means using skills um getting into the flow it's satisfying it's good it can last it's repeatable joyful whereas instant gratification is weird and never lasts um the fear of FOMO so the fear of missing out uh brain is tricky and there's a lot of comparison and the desire of what is mm-hmm. it anticipation that yeah. I, th- yeah. I think that's so true we need to know what the difference is between when we actually feel good when we're you know our mental health is good and we're like we're just content basically and when we're trying to seek this instant gratification which is completely different from um like feeling good as a whole so we need to like know exactly. and and catch ourselves when we are wanting yeah, which this it's basically about becoming fulfilled um, with what it is that you're doing like if you are mm-hmm. you know passing your exams like that gives you that sense of fulfillment you know and yeah it, it may pass but yeah. like you're you you're continuing on with your learning with your your career let's say and that is eventually going to give you like a much like more content feeling in your life 
Yeah, I think it goes back. I was I started reading. I highly, highly recommend. I think I'll mention this book a lot more in the next coming up episodes. But I started mm-hmm. reading the book. Yeah, book, by like, Jay Shetty. Do you know yeah. what book that is by Jay Shetty? It's amazing, and he talks about the three core most important things in life. So, meaning, purpose, meaning, purpose, and peace, and and it's really, really important because he touches on these topics. Um, which is just really, really important for life. And when he talks about meaning, he talks about finding things that are fulfilling, things that are important to you. So whether that's um, getting involved in politics or whether that's, you know, like being interested in something that you're passionate about. So whether that's sustainability or like, or women's rights, like whatever it may be, something that you find meaning in or like learning about different countries different cultures or um, yeah just there's so much different ways that you can find meaning in life and purpose purpose is a really really important one so that is kind of like so what is your purpose like what do you want to get out of life like what are your like what is your I'm trying to I'm trying to think of how to describe this but it's a really really tricky one because a lot of us like live our lives and sometimes we don't know what our purpose is and I think purpose is such a deep and meaningful word that is kind of difficult to to even try and like describe um but yeah and then the last one is is peace so how do you feel how do you find peace in your life what brings you peace are the people that you surround yourself with are the are the people that you surround yourself with peaceful is your environment peaceful like how do you what brings you peace like is that meditation or is that reading or going out for a run or hanging out with friends or what you know what brings you peace in life and I think if you follow life with these three core values these three well not really values but these three fundamental principles then you will live a fulfilled and awesome. content life <laughs> well I hope you didn't miss me because I was trying to like sneak <laughs> out without like you guys realizing but I had to get out of the room for a second so yeah sorry <laughs> it's kind of weird because I was kind of put on the spot because I was trying to speak and trying to get my yeah. thoughts do you know when we Obviously, have conversations there's someone it's for me to get my thoughts because you know you're talking and there's someone talking and it's like okay I get you whereas <laughs> I was trying to think about what I was gonna say and I was like losing yeah. myself I, I like, actually have said that I missed it but I will listen to the podcast <laughs> and I will see what Monica said but yeah but yeah. I'm gonna keep reading the book and it's really yeah, so I, I really want to read it it's really really good um I'm yeah, currently sure. finishing another book so once I'm done with that I'll definitely read I'm just reading so what one are you reading? it's called it's by Erika uh, Fatland okay. and she's a journalist traveler female solo traveler who travels um, around this is so unrelated to the episode but anyway she travels around the five stands so um, in Central Asia so basically Kazakhstan Kyrgyzstan Turkmenistan Tajikistan and Uzbekistan and it just talks about the five countries and I, I find it super fascinating 
So yeah, I'm really enjoying the read. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just had to go out the room because I got food delivered to my that. door and I was hoping they would come later. But they came like a bit earlier. <laughs> yeah. They came and a bit early. Minutes, what time were they um, meant to come? Like half past. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Oh, at least you have food now. I was also I was also going to say talking about books about books. There, we should do a little. If you guys want, yes. we could do a little like book review, or have like an episode talking about a certain book and how it's shaped us, or how our sort of thoughts about it, what we learn, what it's about, just to kind yeah. of share. Um, I would actually love yeah, that, and that any, way we like, can also Monica and I can read the same book and like discuss it together. We don't really read the same stuff. The only book we've mm-hmm. read, so Monica was reading uh, The Defining Decade by Meg Jay, which we've mentioned in previous episodes. And I was like, you know what? I'll read this. And yeah. I read it in like two days. <laughs> so, amazing. And so, now my cousin's yeah. reading it as well. We, we'd love to yeah, hear if you have so any much. recommendations, guys. Do you give us a message. Um, we've got our Instagram mm-hmm. that I keep mentioning. Um, yep. at writing dot send us a little dot dm the dot unknown you can message us there uh send us a little dm as monica says and mm-hmm. suggest anything honestly any topics that you want us to cover any books that you'd like us to read uh or that you'd like to read with us basically and yeah i mm-hmm. is there anything else you wanted to mention in terms of the goal setting and satisfaction I... and things like that I um, I had a, a, a question that I want to ask you actually. It's just about like, what do you think of like planning mm-hmm. your life like years in advance? Are, are you into this kind of thing? Because I, I know a lot of people, or do are you more like okay. no? Let's just kind of see what happens. So that's a wonderful question to to ask to kind of end the podcast because you know you sent well, me yeah, a video earlier today. Uh, uh, the, I didn't have the, time. The I was video. watching it at have breakfast. So I had to run video? to work. So. Okay, so I actually ended up watching the whole video and she talks about planning and her life. So, okay, let me kind of, to put this into context, Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about Eva Zubek and she was talking about sort of planning planning your life. You can explain who she is for those who don't know. Oh, yes, sorry. So Eva Zubek is a traveller, blogger and amazing YouTuber who basically documents her life and she travels across the globe. If you don't know who she is, I highly recommend you check her out on YouTube. She's also got Instagram and many other platforms. But um, so she's currently in Romania at the moment and she was kind of, she sat down and she was talking about how things are going to change for her because she's been actively like on the go traveling like constantly traveling basically she's not had a home base for two and a half years for I think she said two or Mm -hmm. two and a half years yeah two and a half years and she's going to the point where she kind of wants to settle um you know get a house get a car get a horse a dog get have a garden things like that yeah have a dog like just kind of settle down and then she mentions you know planning your life and then she was saying she would have been I think it was Siberia she would have been in if it wasn't because of the whole pandemic and she was saying that it's important to plan ahead I can't I really want to quote what she said like she she quoted some like she said something and I was like wow that is the perfect like way of wording it but she said something like it's important to plan ahead 
but keep your options open and don't hold on to these plans because you're going to be so like disappointed like have plans have ideas have things that you you know have goals um have sort of ideas that you're like things that you think you're going to be doing in two weeks or two months or two years but do not hold yourself to these things and think that that's how life is going to come out or how life is going to plan out for you because literally life changes in like within a millisecond and you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow you don't know what's going to happen in two weeks so be open like yes she said be flexible and be open to change and be okay with things changing out like make sure that you're flexible and adaptable because if your plans change you need to make sure that you you have something else that you can do rather than like you know if it doesn't happen then I don't know what to do I think that's so beautifully said I think it's really important to emphasize the fact that we shouldn't want or have that desperate need to control and be in control like constantly and just leave things yeah exactly and just leave things a little bit spontaneity or you know just that's something that we've learned especially during this pandemic to life you know things can just flip um you know do 180 and just change completely or 360 um completely so fast and yeah um yeah yeah don't take full like just leave it to someone else's put it in someone else's hands because <laughs> sometimes we put all this pressure you know that life has to plan out this way for us and that this is the route that I have to take for myself and sometimes you just have to leave it to you could say yeah. god the universe whatever you want to say to kind of deal with your future exactly. because you just don't know what's going to happen and it's just so uncertain so I think yeah, just having so just... that little bit of hope yeah so just to finish today's enough sorry yeah I was gonna say just to finish today's um episode I just wanted to answer my own question basically (laughs) I was just gonna say that no I don't actually (laughs) plan my life ahead I have ideas obviously um of what I would like to do in the future but as of right now especially given everything that's going on so I I don't even have travel plans which I'm always you know I always have like somewhere in mind where I love to travel and, and visit but at the moment, I don't have anywhere that I particularly, well, obviously I want to go to, but I can't. So, um, yeah, just living in the present, enjoying the little things and, yeah, taking everything a day at a time, basically. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. That's us. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It was really nice to talk about all these things from instant gratification to future plans to just living in the moment right now and enjoying the ride and the journey so hoping that you guys enjoyed this episode Bye. and we will see you 